So we're just awaiting him to, to join us on the phone. Once we get connection, we will uh, bring Earl on on the phone and uh, have a nice little conversation with him about his uh, interesting story that he has. We're Erlon just Woods is here. Erlon Woods, uh, appreciate How are you? good. I appreciate you uh, coming on the program. Your story is so fascinating. Uh, I had to talk to you. Um, t- 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 take us through uh, th- how this all came about to be because. Uh, you know, you start that podcast called The Ear Hustle. Now you got the book. Tell us, to, take us through the whole process, how it began, and, and how you got where you are right now. All right, cool. So, uh, uh, again, I'm Erlon Woods, and uh, I was incarcerated in uh, California prison under under the three strikes law, which gave me a sentence of 31 years to life for attempted second-degree robbery. And probably uh, 12 to 14 years into my sentence, I moved from the prison I was at to San Quentin. And when I got to San Quentin, you know, it had a lot of different opportunities that the other prisons didn't offer, which was a media center where okay. you can actually, you know, make film. And uh, they had a newspaper there, the San Quentin oh, News. Wow. Okay. So it was really, it was like really a professional environment. And, you know, I wanted to always be in the film. So I, I gravitated towards that. And uh, while I was there, there was a professor, which was Nigel Poor, who was teaching photography in the Prison University Project, which is the college there. And she came over to the media center to, you know, want to document uh, video-wise uh, about the incarcerated population, just stories of people. And that didn't that didn't work well because of space issues, drive space issues. So we okay. thought about doing it uh, on 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 you know the audio form. And once the local Bay Area radio station heard about we were doing, like, stories, uh, they got involved, came in, trained us up. And uh, for about three years, you know, the prison did stories with a, a, a KLW. And um, Nigel, she kept telling she's like, man, I want to do longer-form storytelling. I want to do something different than this. Right. So we, we had to... Uh, ideas to start ear hustle. Oh, and man. That's when she was like, I want to do a podcast. I'm like, what is a podcast? <laughs> exactly. You're like, what is this? What is what is this thing? A podcast? What the, what the hell? Who am I talking to? I get radio, but what's this? I'm just like talking to the ether. <laughs> and I thought it, hey, look, and I thought it was just, okay, all right, cool. Let's do it. Let's just turn the mic on and talk. And I realized, oh, this is a story form, you know, storytelling okay. form. So it's a whole different, right. whole different game. I thought it was going to be just talking. Right. We are talking <laughs> with uh, Erlon Woods. He had the podcast, still has the podcast, Ear Hustle, the new book. This is Ear Hustle, Unflinching Stories of Everyday Prison Life. So let me ask you, um, the first, you know, Ear Hustle means eavesdropping, I guess, in prison slang. And from what I understand, the first um, episode of this podcast was about cellmates. What was the reaction to the podcast from the fellow prisoners inside San Quentin. And it's, it's a trip because, you know, when we first, like, so so we ended up winning a, a, a PodQuest competition is what gave us the platform of Radiotopia. Okay. And um, uh, when we did Sally, we were trying to figure out, like, how do we get people involved in this? And the easiest way to, to really get people involved is talk about something people can relate to. Right. So our, our, our mission for people in the outside was to let's just talk about, you know, roommates, but cellies in a literal space, you know? Right. And uh, 
people actually heard it in society before they heard it in the prison. Oh, dang. And when it, yeah, because <laughs> it was so, it was easier to have it played outside than the, the, the red tape it was and, and to have it aired all the way in right. prison. So when, when we finally was able to get it up on the air, people pretty, they, they liked it, you know, but people were already hearing about it from their family members. And their family members were like, hey, man, do they do ear hustle where you at? That's a cool show, <laughs> you know, and so. Instead of us going out trying to ask people, we had people coming like, "Hey, well, tell my story," and you know, so nice. It was- that that yeah, it worked out very much. So I, I do have to ask you. You know, you said this was twelve to fourteen years into your incarceration that you were able to to get to this point and get the and start getting the podcast. I, I want to ask you mm-hmm. how important in a setting like prison is it to have an outlet and to have a purpose like that to to have something to look forward to each and every week or every day. I think it's very important to have something to do because if not, you just got a lot of idle time. You know, the the the, the whole to me, the whole objective of it is to to better yourself, to to you know change your thinking, change your your your, your ways. You know, and I think if if individuals inside have opportunities like this, of course they're going to delve into it. You know, so it's, it's a different side of it. You know, it's it's showing. You know that this is a it's a long journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a journey that individuals are you know trying to better themselves and because everybody's in there for a bad decision. Yeah. You know, right. and it's just that bad decision define who they are. Uh, in some cases, some people may say yeah, but you know that bad decision may have happened 20, 30 years ago. Mm. You know, and individuals are still just there. So I think if if all prisons have some type of outlet where individuals can be creative and and, um, you know, have something to do, yes, it would be totally different. We were talking with Erlon Woods, a host of uh, Ear Hustle podcast, also new book, Ear, This is Ear Hustle, Unflinching Stories, Everyday Prison Life. Uh, I, I do have to ask you, with so much focus on mental health now in our society, do you feel mm-hmm. we need to do? We, do you feel we need to branch that out and be more inclusive to those who are incarcerated? Because, like you said, so much idle time, so much time with just them and their thoughts do we need to make sure that not only are we taking care of those, you know, outside society, but make sure those inside are taken care of with the mental health aspect as well? Yes, yes. I, you know, it's a trip because somewhere in the book I, I talk about, uh, you know, I, I, I end up playing my way into the mental health service because I wanted to I wanted to transfer from prison to prison, right? Right. Um, and, and they wouldn't let me transfer, so I, I went depressed on them. So, <laughs> And I realized when I first talked to a site, and I was literally really depressed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. yeah it was a trip. It was a trip. So one of the things I say that in the book somewhere, I say, you know, everybody that's in the penal system needs to talk to someone in the mental health service because we all go through some type of mental health issues. Like, it, when when you know when you see people on TV and they they showing them in prison and they banging their heads on the on the on the glass until it bleeds, that's that's mental health. Yeah. Big that's, time. That's, you 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 put a person in mental health in a in a uh, security housing unit in in solitary confinement. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? And right. they don't they don't have no no outlet. So you see this person banging that, and you think that that's just the average person. No, that that be deep mental health. So yeah. yes, every everybody in prison should 
go through some type of mental health program. Do you do you think you, you talk about that the the scenes that we kind of see you know movies, television, that kind of stuff? Does that lead mm-hmm. to a lot of misconceptions about what life actually is inside of prison on a day to day basis? Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, you you always see the crazy stories about intense violence that happens in prison, and um, you do have violence in prison. I don't want to sugarcoat it and say right. you don't, but you don't have it like that. I think society. I mean, prison is a microcosm of society. It's yeah smaller version, you know. And, you know, the one thing about Ear Hustle, uh, we just wanted to talk about different stories, different narratives that, you know, society usually hear. You know, we want to talk about stuff people can relate to, you know. And, you know, hearing the everyday lives of people inside, you know, probably that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years in, you know, it's a different perspective than, yeah. you know, you in the courtroom and you really in your criminality, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely a difference. I appreciate all that you're doing, my friend. I mean, amazing story, uh, amazing to talk to you uh, on the way out here because I know you got other interviews lined up, and and I would love to have you back on the show as you continue on in this, in, in this process, man. Um, I do have to ask you, you you got you got the podcast, you got the book. If your story were turned into a movie, who you want playing you in the movie? You want like Denzel? Who do you want? Play, who do you want playing you in the movie, my man? You know, Denzel is Denzel is a is a good dude. Uh, I would probably, being that I'm younger, I probably had to take one of these younger individuals, okay. you know, like a, a a young rapper, like the baby or something. I, 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 I like his energy, you know. All right, or, or maybe maybe like uh, or maybe like uh, Cube's uh, kid, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Maybe Ice Cube. Yeah, O'Shea Jackson. Hey, people used to call me Cube when we used to be. Oh, cute. did they? I, I, mean, I, had, I, had a, I had a Jerry Curl. They was like, man, y'all used to like Cube. <laughs> there we go. Maybe we can make that work, my friend. Maybe we can make that work. <laughs> Uh, Erlon, Erlon Woods, man, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, just such an uplifting story in a time where we definitely need those type of stories. Uh, best of luck to you going forward. Nothing but success, and I appreciate you shining a light on a thing that a lot of people really don't realize needs that light to be shined upon. Definitely, man. I appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. Uh, have a good one, and I'll hopefully have you back on the air sometime soon, my friend. That is Erlon Woods, uh, the co- the host of the podcast uh, Ear Hustle and the new book Ear Hustle: Unflinching Stories Everyday Prison Life. Fascinating dude, man. Uh, I, I hope you took something away from that interview. I know I did. Uh, if you missed any portion of that, we'll have that podcasted uh, later on today. Just a fascinating story, and appreciate him taking the time to talk to us here on the Mike Winmacher Show.